continue to build legacies on this station right here. This is Branded After Dark, and I am Branded, and I'm glad. First off, I want to thank all you people out here that's been uh, on hold for a long time. And when I say a long time, I'm, I'm talking about a good hour, two hours strong. People out there definitely want to hear the guests that we have tonight. And I can't stress enough that I appreciate all you people out there in Japan, you people out there in Germany. I got some Germany people out in the building tonight. And, of course, you know what I'm saying, our hometown, the United States out here, and we got a good show for you tonight. Locked and loaded, two hours of music, showing appreciation, not just to New Edition, but to the guest of honor I have on live right here in full effect directly in the building tonight. We got Riz. We got Ralph Trezvon in the house tonight. Riz? Uh, <laughs> what's going on, Brandon? Man, good, man. First off, before I even get into, like, some of the pleasantries and in the, in the, in the whole interview thing, I got I to gotta first off, thank you. And when I say thank you, I'm talking about thank you for the decades of, of, of music memories and the, the, the decades of you. Um, giving giving us listeners your God-given talent and um, us to be able to kind of look into not just that talent but also into your your, your, your everyday life as, a, as not just a musician but as a, as a person. And us media people, you know, and like I said, I waited a lifetime literally to, to have this, be able to have this moment on the air with you because I've been a lifelong, uh, what, what, what some of my people out there called it, like N.E. lifers. Like I've been a lifer for a long time. <laughs> And I appreciate it from the bottom of my heart, bro. I'm glad you're here, and thank you for the contributions you've given. No, man, it's been my pleasure. I, I mean, I mean that from the bottom of my heart. It's been a, it's been a beautiful ride. God has been real good to me and the rest of the fellas. And you know, we've come from, come a long way from uh, Roxbury, Massachusetts, man. And to go out here and, like you said, have people from Germany, London, Japan, China, Australia, all over the world, man. United States, just. You know, it's it's been a dream come true, and I've I've enjoyed it probably more than the fans have. Man, it's been great to be a pillar of, you know, good music and standing for good morals and just you know what the industry was about when I came into it, it was about feeling good and uplifting folks and putting out the type of music and the kind of messages that, you know, gives people um, something to look forward to. Man, you know, give them an escape from the norm and what what the normal everyday life has been for them. And you know, that's what it did for me. I listened to music. I put my headphones on. I went into another world. So mm -hmm. it was really, so it was really like um, my goal to try to give that. That's what I wanted to. Uh, I wanted people to feel when they listen to my music to be able to escape and go somewhere else, man. So it's really been my pleasure. And then after like you know, after all this time, man, thirty years in the game, and still have sold, sold out concerts. People anticipating, yeah, people anticipating when you're doing something next and all that. It's been right. nothing short, but a, short of a blessing, man. I, I've been, I've been blessed, and I and I appreciate it more than you know. How's that? How's that feel? Not just you know, you you started in in in, in the mass, and and you know, like I said, from from somewhere, you got somewhere just by what what was given to you from from upstairs. And I mean, how's that feel now? Like you know, like I said earlier, we got we got folks overseas staying up. <laughs> Whatever time zone they got going on right now, to listen to see what you got going on, is that is that not humbling? It's very humbling, man. It's indescribable. You know, it's like it's really indescribable. You figure I've watched a lot of I've watched a lot of artists come and go. You know, mm -hmm. artists that came before me, artists that came after me, and you know, I'm still here, still here doing what I'm doing. Still got a chance to 
be a part of the industry that I love so much and a part of the, the music legacy that we started so long ago, man, just to be able to continue that. And it's just been a blessing, man. I, I, you know, I eat, I feed, I sleep. This is what I do. And to be able to, since I was 11 years old, so to be able to continue doing this, man, and not have to run out and get the average nine to five, man, it's just been a blessing for me, man. That's all I can say. <laughs> no doubt. No doubt. So, so many people out there, man, it's been, it's been wondering, man, what's, what's up with Riz? How's the house, how's, not just life, I mean, you kind of broke it down and explained it, but, you know, what, what you been up to as far as music and stuff working, stuff in the works, the whole nine? You know, just kind of really, really, to be honest with you, trying to put together a magic project. You know, one of the main things I've been doing right now is if I'm going to do music and continue doing it, i got to do stuff that I haven't done before, and that's mm-hmm. what it is, like, when you come out, and when, you know, I'm used to coming out, and all the doors are open, all the tables, just everything is always laid out for me. So with the industry changed, changing as much as it has, right. um, it's like I want to come out and do something special. So I'm just trying to put together the right songs, the right team to move the songs or the album or the project, and the right things surrounding the album. You know, expand away from it. You know, not just doing the normal release and you know, doing running on the road kind of thing. But to really do something unique and special, that's kind of what I'm trying to put together. If I can really line it up, it's coming together. But at the end of the day, you don't want to come, I just don't want to come out there and just throw some more stuff around and hope it sticks. I want to put together the right team so I can make sure it sticks, make sure people hear it, know about it, and, and be relevant right now. So in order to right. do that, I'm just I'm taking my time with the music thing. I'm also, you know, I've been running around doing a lot of, um, I've done a lot of theatrical things with gospel plays and regular plays in general, doing guest appearances and different movies and things like that, just getting my my um, acting skills and my theater skills together so I can try to venture off to that and see what it can be. Um, helping other artists get out. You know, my daughter's singing. Um, she's doing her thing right now, helping her thing um, get off the ground properly. And then also, you know, always we got the heads of state, me, Bobby Brown, Johnny Gill, doing our thing with the shows and performances, trying to put together some other project, maybe in uh, a little EPO album around us, so we can help um, kind of brand that out there properly. And then, um, and then, in, and then, no addition, you know, no addition, sitting on the horizon, waiting to uh, to spring back out there and do what we've been doing, continue that whole thing, and just doing more right. of what we've been doing, but doing it the right way. But you know, I guess it's just the only way I can explain it. So. And, trying to lock all the things together to do that. And there's so many people out there that has a lot of new edition questions, but I actually want to focus on you, the solo artist, first. And what you kind of said right now was kind of, uh, again, not just appreciative, but especially at this day and age and the way music has changed since, you know, new edition first brand, branched out. Um, mm-hmm. The fact that you said that, you know what, I need to go back to the lab and kind of add something new to myself or basically kind of go back, not start from scratch, but do something that, that fits you and makes you comfortable as an artist. And a lot of people will probably say, you know what, Riz, you got, you got, you got a legacy right here. You could, you could sneeze on a track and you're probably good. It'll go gold or platinum. You know what I mean? Like, that's, that's what probably a lot of people will probably say. But I appreciate mm-hmm. the simple fact that you actually just kind of brought it out there, just let people know, hey, you know what, I'm going to focus on what I feel is right to put out there to the fans, and you got you to gotta get props for that. I take it serious, man. I take it serious. And I go back to when I heard, when I first saw or uh, first uh, listened to the, the, the Off the Wall album, 
you know, when I mm-hmm. first saw Mike really branching out as a solo artist. My first solo project or projects, I kind of was just moving off the momentum of New Edition and off of Ralph right. Tresvan and what he, we had done up to that point. So it was, it was real easy to just put some quality music together, get with some quality producers, Jimmy Jam and Terry Lewis, and, and in fact, and and trying to go out here and just and just release some stuff. And you know it was going to be played. You know it was going to get taken serious. It was going to be moved, you know. So right. nowadays, nowadays, in order to get that same kind of impact for an artist that's been around as long as I've been around, you got to come out here with the kind of team that really believes it, and you got to come out there with the kind of music that kind of says, okay, this is unique, this is special, this is different, and kind of hit them in the head, you know. And then it's kind of, you know, I don't want to reinvent the wheel, but I really want to, I, but I do want to show that there has been a lot of growth, and there's a lot of maturity, and just a lot of life that has been lived that needs to be expressed in the album, and, and there's still a lot of stuff to be taught through music. My ministry has been music. You know, I've been able to lift people up with songs like With You All The Way, been able to lift them up with songs like Sensitivity and, give, you know, giving women a different type of um, out, uh, outlook on the type of man that, that does exist, you know. It's not to say that you're sensitive all the time or you're soft, but it's to say that right. that's, a side, that's a side of a man that men shouldn't be afraid to express and kind of be out there and be a pillar of that, you know. And, and, and those kind of records, I want to continue being able to do groundbreaking topics, sounds that, you know, help express the topics, and the way it's sung, and just uh, it takes time to really put together that type of a project. You know, at this point in time, I could I could throw something out there. I got plenty of records in the can. I got man, hundreds, maybe even thousands of records recorded that I can just put out. But at the end of the day, it's bigger than that. It's, uh, you know, it means more than that to me. So I want to make sure I come out with something that really hits home to a lot of people, touches a lot of people in areas that aren't being touched right now. I got to do something that's not being done. When when I dropped it. You know, like when I dropped the, 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 my first project, you know, the gangster rap and all the other really hardcore kind of um, the kind of music was coming into play, was taking over the game, and I could have I could have easily did the prerogatives or the poisons or the whatever that was that my boys was doing, but they they had right. that on lock. It, they had that on lock. It was no need for me to express that. So I like to go against the grain and find what's not being done, and how can I do it in a way that still that still competes with all that stuff. And so that's what I'm doing with this next project. I want to come with something that that's, that's unique and moves people in a different kind of way. Right. And I think you, uh, we, we kind of had a convo off the air about this. And, you know, I kind of told you that, hey, you know, Rez, when, when it comes to you being a solo artist, especially coming from a, a, a group that is legendary, for you to continue to still have songs that, that people will continue to sing and that will be singing uh, 10 years, 15 years, 50 years from now, is is definitely to me I feel uh, a testament and not just your talent but also the simple fact that um you are pro the, the the fans or the fan base or the listeners that that you cater to because when it when it's all said and done your your approval is is definitely not just marked by your talent but also what you give the people that actually expects it in return from you when it comes to you know, like you said, the sensitivities, and, and you even did something a little bit ill with, with the Stone Cold Gentlemen's back when, when you first dropped your solo. And mm-hmm. especially now, as a, as a solo artist kind of coming into your own or have come into your own, and you still have music um, that people will, you know, listen to, stand the test of time. What, mm-hmm. what, what, makes it, what makes it more special to you when it comes to just 
the the fact that you know what I got to be a little bit more creative with you being a solo artist versus being on New Edition. Is there a difference, or as far as your approach? Yeah, I think it's I think it's just a matter of like I said the 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 the, the side of me that I'm willing to share or represent is a side that most artists or a lot of artists or a lot of men I would say or guys in general have. But that they don't choose. This just not the cool thing to do. You know, what I mean, it's not like the end thing, or you're not gonna be looked at as that 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 rough or that rugged or that you know that cat that everybody feels like is thorough. You know, they can mm-hmm. kind of get overlooked. And I'm trying to show them like, you know, there's a there's a blend. You know, there's a blend between the two where you can still be thorough, you can still be what it is, but um, you can let go and be something else and show them other sides that, are, you know, that, that kind of get suppressed by most men, you know. At the end of the day, it's not about being soft or hard. It's just about being true to, to life, being true to your state of being in all those different areas. Like, I've done rated R's. I've done some very sexual songs. I've been, you know, we're dealing with menage a trois and stuff like that. But then I'll do sensitivity to just warm the heart and show you, okay, that same cat starts here. It comes from here first, and then you branch off into all those other things that you want to express in, in the bedroom or on stage when you want to dance or, you know, if you just want to talk about something politically correct and try to try to throw a subject or a topic out there that helps bring awareness to something or some kind of cause or subject matter that deals with um, everyday life in terms of, you know, just that, you know, being kind of more of a statement in terms of where things are in the world. You know, Marvin Gaye, you know, did not have a... Absolutely. To make me, to make me want to holler, and this, you know, I've been able to touch on a lot of those things. I've done songs for the March of Dimes and just different campaigns throughout the years. So for me, it's a matter of just painting an overall picture and not standing down one lane. And I found that the lane that I chose to go down, and it is that it's a choice. The lane I chose to go down is my own lane. Pretty much, if you wanna, if you wanna hear this type of music from this type of artist with these type of subjects. You got to come to me. <laughs> right. No doubt. I feel you. So, <laughs> you so, so in a lot of ways, especially with your, with, with your solo career, man, like uh, a lot of it, and, and even with NE, because, you know, I feel like, well, we're going to get to any questions in, in a sec, but as, as a solo artist, it, it's like you said, it's, that, that's a piece of your soul anytime that you put something on, on, uh, on wax, so to speak. So a lot of your personality kind of goes into it. You got to have that diverse uh, way of thinking, not just the surviving music, but just a way of life, right? Exactly. It's a parallel. It's like where I'm at in life right now is probably what you're going to hear on the music, in the music, or see how I'm performing it. You know, it's just a, the swag that I'm coming with, with the music, and the movement that I'm giving it, you know, the persona that I'm giving off when I'm delivering the music, all of that stuff is a, is a testament to where and who I am, what I've been through, what I've learned, what I know. You know, what I want to share with people in terms of, uh, you know, I don't see this out here. I don't see this guy out here representing this. So, you know, let me do that. Let me be that dude. I don't mind. <laughs> and no it's doubt. hard, man. Trust me, it's hard when you got all the fellas out there making analogies like, oh, that, that fool is on that Ralph Tresden, you know, meaning that he's soft or he's weak or whatever. And I, I hear all of the young guy, I hear all that. But at the, at the end of the day, you know, when I walk through the room, hold on to your girl. Because <laughs> underneath she's looking over like, okay, you can be all that thug you want, but that's what I'm looking for right there. There you go. <laughs> <laughs> and I think, too, it, 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 hey, that is so classic, but that's so true, though. 
You know what mm-hmm. I mean? And in, in, in a lot of ways, you know, even the fellas, and I told you this too, man, when it comes when it comes down to it, like us guys, we could we could be super strong and macho the whole nine, but you know, uh, uh, in a lot of different ways, man, you you just saved a lot of relationships with the sensitivity joints, and you you just <laughs> saved a lot of it with the my homegirl joints. We're gonna spend that a little later too, but mm-hmm. I mean. It, we we didn't say you didn't saved a lot of relationships, man. I know you had brothers or people, man. You know what, Riz? You didn't you you didn't you didn't save my life with them tracks, man. Oh man, you know I get it all the time, man. I saved a lot, and I helped and I helped a lot of them break up with that. Do what I gotta do. I showed them how to I showed them how to break up real classy, you know. It's, you know, it's, hey. it's not working. It's not working. But at the end of the hey, day, hey, Riz, I I ain't gonna lie, dude. Like I I, I didn't have that joint on like once before, bro. Like. <laughs> You know, she didn't hear it in the background, and she, you know, what, what, what do you, what do you mean? Why are you playing that song? You know what I mean? Uh-huh. Like, uh-huh. <laughs> exactly. That's what I'm saying. That's one of them songs the women love to hate, but they, it's real like that. So, you know, that was the worst. Then when a, when a woman got that song dedicated to them over the airwaves, it was like, oh. <laughs> 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 but you know what? In in life, though, the the thing that was so raw with it was was the fact that what you said was a, a lot of brothers can't articulate. They can't really put it into words. That's why they throw it in there and be like, you know, this is what I'm feeling. Same thing with sensitivity and and you know, my homegirl is like, you know, still the dopest track ever to me. Just for the simple fact that that's that's some stuff that I be trying to express and I can't really express it. So. Throw in a res joint and I'm good. She and ain't that it, what music, you know what I mean? Exactly. Ain't that what music used to do for us though? I mean, with the same thing. We didn't know how to talk. We you know when we was younger, we didn't really know how to express. We threw on whoever knew how to say it best at the time, whether it was a Marvin or it was a, mm-hmm. it was a the Teddy P or yep. whoever it might have been. You know, at the end of the day, you, you you find something that Michael Jackson was saying and you put it on in the back or you send it to her through you know the mail you. Whatever you did back then to get her to track or to get her to listen to it, dedicated over the radio, and those—that's what it was about, you know, being able to have that outlet but be able to use things that you can't say it this way, you know. It's like right. buying a Hallmark card, you know, the equivalent to buying a a, a, a a musical Hallmark card. You can't exactly. always express yourself, but you go through there and you find something that says it for you, and boom, here you go, you know. But do what I gotta do, man. I'm telling you right now, that was funny because at the time there was a girl in the studio that I was dating at the time in Minneapolis, and I was cutting the song, and I had just met her during the time period, you know, when I was doing the song. Little bad little girl, man, she was fine, and she we hook up all the time. While I was in Minneapolis, I stayed down there for about three, four months. I can't remember how long it was exactly, and she would come in the studio and she would hear me doing the rated R's and. She would hear me doing some of the sensitivities and some of the other songs on there. When she got in the studio, I heard me cutting. She was just me and her and Jimmy Jam in the studio, and she heard me cutting, do what I got to do, and I came out of the booth, and she was just boo-hooing. Just crying. I'm like, I'm like, what's the problem? She's because I know this is exactly what's going to happen. <laughs> and, I, and I was like, no, sweetheart, you know, this is new. You know, I don't, I'm not feeling that like that to you. This is... You know, this is my way of, there's no songs that teach people how to break up properly. Right. Like, that's why you got so many bad breakups, you know. So, you know, I'm trying to wanted to do a song that addressed it in a way that, you know, it, it helped people understand it doesn't have to be a bad breakup. You can break up in a smooth, in a, in a smooth way where, you know, you can still be friends. But it wasn't really going toward her. Um, 
the end of the day, it, it ended up being real. That is what happened. <laughs> so she kind of, she kind of, kind of had ESP on that one and saw through all of that. But yeah, it was, it, I, right then and there, but, I but, see, I saw the. But power you know, the cold thing about it though, Riz, is is the mm. fact that it's still relevant to this day, man. Like. You know, did you know when you made that after it was done? Like, you know what? It's it's gonna stand the test of time. And twenty years from now, people gonna slap that in there, and it's still gonna have that same feeling or that same meaning that it did when you first dropped it. Now, only God knows what it's gonna really do. You know, you cut the kind of song that you hope will stand the test of time, and you, that's what I meant by the type of subject matters that you address and how mm-hmm. you sing them. The, you know, it had that breezy harmony. It had the smooth melodies, thanks to Jimmy and Terry. And now, you know, Jimmy Jam and Terry Lewis. But at the end of the day, you don't know until it's out there and people take to it. And when I saw it rising through the charts and I saw the dedications and I see how it does to this day when I, when I play it in concert, the response to it, you know, that's when I'm able to sit back and reflect, like, wow, this song is really holding on. You know, it's really mm-hmm. holding on. And then there's not a lot of songs out there addressing that topic, especially in that way. Right. You know, I gotta, I gotta do what I gotta do and break your heart. But you know, that's kind of, <laughs> that's kind of cut and dry. But at the end of the day, it, 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 it's, it's real. It's real. It's real. It really is, man. It's real. In the building, about 50 people just broke up tonight. But uh, don't worry about it. My homegirl's gonna be coming up next. We gonna, we gonna make sure we get 100 people turned up. You know what I mean? So. <laughs> Word up, man. <laughs> We got the live wow. list still. We're full of lines. If y'all want to call in, you better hit it because I'm taking calls now. The number is 347-215-8653. Press 1. Be heard. Riz wants to talk to you. So, I mean, mm-hmm. you know, don't get nervous. Riz not going to bite. You know what I mean? Riz, yeah, he love the ladies. So, you know, we're going we gonna to put the, I don't know all of them as ladies, but we're going to start with the first one from that A13, Miss Baby Girl calling from Florida. You in the building with Ralph Trezvon on Branded After Dark. Hi. <laughs> <laughs> How you doing, sweetheart? Oh, girl, about to pass out right now. <laughs> I'm good. How are you? <laughs> I'm good, uh, Mom. Man, get in there. Uh-huh. <laughs> uh-huh. Okay, I'm trying not to scream. I'm not trying not to be a groupie on the line. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> no, you could. Hey. <laughs> uh, yeah. Okay. Okay. My question is, um, your daughter was on like a couple of months back. Are you? Are, did you have a song with her? Are y'all make planning on making a song? Yeah, we did. She actually wrote a song for us, and we already recorded it. It came out really nice. And it's in the process of being mixed down right now, so you know that'll probably be surfacing real soon. But she's kind of trying to wait till her album's done before she spring that one. That's one of her, one of her aces in the hole, for lack of a better mm-hmm. word. She, She's holding on to that one to kind of um, whatever she's doing, she wants to springboard off that. But, you know, Nicole's thing is, and, and and even in my mind, I tell her the same thing. It's about you doing you right now. You get you out there. Don't don't worry so much about um, trying to springboard off of the name or your dad or whatever. You know, we want to really let them know you got the gifts. You got the talent. She's writing. She's doing Absolutely. her own thing. But, but she definitely does have... Um, the, the talent to get this done and be and be prominent in this business. So, at the end of the day, we will put a song out together. It's only inevitable because I, I was not gonna let her put out something without me being on being on it because I just love her her writing, and I love the way she sounds when she sings. So, yeah, we got one in the work. We got one not in the works, but already cut and ready to go. So we just waiting for her to finish the rest of the album up so we can let everybody hear it. 
Okay, can you sing a little song, song? <laughs> you need a man with sensitivity. You need a man like me. That's it. That's all. It's going to get no more. You got to come to the concert. <laughs> okay, see, that's messed up. I'm made a level. Okay, Brent, you go ahead to the next caller because you know I'm going to put myself on mute and just scream for about five seconds. <laughs> All right, you got it, baby. All right, let's nice go ahead and take this next caller from the 804. Oh, you know what? Before I take this one, um, big shout out to Quail, though. Like, you know, you're, like I told you before, your daughter is tremendous. Like, we had her on a few months back, and and very, very talented young lady. And I, I'm I'm hoping, like, you know, we can be able to not just break new music with her, but we, we want to be the first ones to just kind of continuously show her love, not just because of, you know, she's a dad of, of you know, she's, you know, tied to you, but mm -hmm. she's she damn talented, bro. Like, she is. Thanks, Hands down. Man. Thank you, man. And she's very, very sweet spirit. Her spirit is just so humble and so beautiful. She's been like that since, since birth. She just has this soft-spoken, very sweet heart, man. And it's like, I'm just here to protect her and make sure that she gets treated right and she doesn't get taken advantage of because, you know, I mean, at the end of the day, she's no joke. She knows her business. She understands. She knows when to stand up for herself. But at the end of the day, Dad knows how cutthroat this game is. So I'm just making sure that she gets the shot that she needs to get and get taken seriously and not and not taken advantage of. The best thing she got is, is by you knowing the business for as long as you have to, you mm -hmm. know, you are that ace in the hole because you can tell her, hey, what's right, what's wrong, what's, what, to, what to look for, what to stay away from. You know what I mean? Absolutely. Absolutely. Let's, mm -hmm. per perfect. Let's take this caller from the 804. You on Branded After Dark with Ralph T. It's rocking. Hey. What's up, Brandon After Dark? Thank you for having this wonderful man on the line. I do appreciate you and him very, very much. Very much. Okay. Thank you very much. Hold on a second. I need to drink some Cripple real quick. Uh-oh. Uh-oh. <laughs> <laughs> Shout out That's to the Rizettes and the Rizaholics and all of that good stuff, man. <laughs> no doubt. I'm loving it. <laughs> oh, Lord, man. Okay. Let me get my senses right and be professional. <clears throat> all right. I got two mm -hmm. questions for you, Riz. I'm going to make them real quick. Um, the first one is, well, actually, before I ask a question, first I need to say thank you because, bro, you saved my life. Um you answered one of my um, personal emails through the through the Facebook, and mm. I was going through a really really dark tough time, and you were kind enough to shine a flashlight and, and let me know that you know life can get better, and I do appreciate you for that. Oh, baby girl, that's the least I can do. I'm appreciating you reaching out. You know what I mean? So that's what it's all about, right there. You know, that's that's that goes deeper than the music. You know, when you connect with somebody on the level that you have and the kind of support you show me, it's only right for me to be able to reach out and give you whatever it is I can give you in terms of, you know, if it's wisdom, if it's music, if it's friendship, if it's a, a big squeeze or whatever it might be, you know, you got that. And I thank you for it. Uh, I, I would well, be remiss if I didn't mention that real quick. Oh, you're welcome. Um, okay. 
um, one of the questions was, um, should one of your fans think that you could do a, a collabo that would knock it right out the park? How would they make that suggestion to you? You bring it to me just like you, you know, like you, like we talk on Facebook and Twitter and all that other stuff, man. I'm listening. I, I listen to all of that. I read everybody's comments, you know, as much as many as I can. I'm sure I miss some, but I go through them all the time, and I'm listening all the time, and I'm looking for suggestions and different things that, to you guys, would make the next project I do special. So, all you got to do is suggest it, man. I'm, I'm listening. If it makes sense and I can pull it off, I'm gonna do it. Amen to that. Amen to that. And the and the other question is, um, some of us um, don't get to travel a, a lot and are stuck in little itty-bitty towns. So do you ever get a chance to, like, do an offshoot show in a place that's not such a large form? Yeah, you like, know what? It's, it really boils down to like, most, of the, most of the shows I do. It's not like I get up and I say, okay, I want to go to Iowa tomorrow. I want to go to New York or L.A., you know. I, I get up, and um, either my management or me, myself, will get a call from somebody or a promoter that's working that area and say, man, I want to bring you down to such and such. And then they put together whatever the offer is or whatever they're trying to put on the table, and if it makes sense and I can pull it off, I'm there. But I like performing. It's not like I, I, I prefer to perform in any particular city or not. You know, my thing is, you know, where the offer's coming from. So if an offer comes in for me, well, where are you, as a matter of fact? Mm -hmm. Where I'm in you? Richmond, Virginia. Oh, you see, if an offer comes in for Virginia, then I'm there. No folk, we used to go through there a lot with New Edition, and I've also gone through there as a solo artist, but it's just a matter of where the offers come from and if they make sense or if they're real, the promoters are real, and they're not, you know, somebody yeah. out there just playing, and, and I'm there. That's how, that's how it usually works out. But when I'm Rich, you want, me to, you want me to go ahead and toss that, uh, that my email out there to the people that's... Uh, that, that's trying to lock Riz down, you can just yeah, go ahead and yeah. hit me up. Hit Branded yeah. up at uh, branded at nextlegacy.com, N-E-X-X-L-E-G-A-C-Y, nextlegacy.com. Serious offers, definitely send that email, holler at me, and I'll make sure I pass it on to Riz, and we can go ahead and make that happen. If you are out there, I'm, I'm, I'm like, I'm, I'm Riz's, like, you know, unofficial PR right now, so if you out there <laughs> and you want a piece of a, a, a legacy to be done, all you got to do is send that email to me, and we'll go ahead and start the negotiation process like yesterday. Absolutely. Absolutely. All right. And real quick, third final question is, do you play Xbox? Do I? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. My son's right. on it all the time. I just got to connect, connect it to my joint, so now I'm doing it hands-free. Oh, so boy. <laughs> okay. I know what it is. <laughs> All right. All right. Um, okay, well, what I'm going to do is I'm going to hit you up on the Facebook with my um, gamer tag and friend me, all right? Okay, you got it. That, cause I don't want you to say it on then everybody or bum rushing. I'll wait till I see yours, and I, uh, I, I, I'll accept it, no doubt. All right, lady soldier. Wrapping them rizzets. All right, let me get off so they can have their turn. <laughs> all right, all right appreciate it. I'll see you out on the social network world. <laughs> All right, let's do another. Let's take this caller from the 941. You in the house tonight. Branded After Dark with Ralph Tresvon. What's rocking? Hey, Rich. How you doing? I'm good. Who's this? 
and this is your sister, Yoga for Trezzalingo, Trezzalingo, all different spellings. Ah, <laughs> uh, what's going on, girl? Nothing. Okay, I'm just basically <laughs> want to tell you, um, keep up the good work, mm -hmm. and that I love you, and keep the music coming, and looking forward to seeing you November 20th. I'm gonna do my best. You know, I'm gonna do what I do, and you know that's what, that's all I can do, mom. But I, you know, I definitely appreciate you calling in, and you know you will see me soon. Oh yeah, most definitely. Mm-hmm. And I don't have any questions because I know all the answers. <laughs> I heard that. You have, I you heard, heard that. that. <laughs> I ain't mad at you. <laughs> well, you go, baby. You go. Yeah, because I ain't mad. <laughs> love you, bro. Love, love you too, mom. Okay. <laughs> All right, we go. We go. We got a lot of calls for you people. If you hang up and then call back, you're gonna lose your line. You're gonna lose your place. Call in three four seven two one five eight six five three. Told you we had a ton of people on the line. Let's take this caller from the eight hundred three. You in the house tonight with Rob Tresvon. What's rocking? Hello? You right hey. live. Hi. 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 I'm sorry. Um, I thought it was Echo. This is Joy. Ralph, how are you doing? I'm doing good, Joy. How about oh, yourself? I'm fine. We talk on Facebook all the time. Yeah. But I like, yes, we do. <laughs> I haven't got that booking yet, but it's coming. We're working on it. Okay. Um, what's, your, what's your favorite food? What do you like to eat? I know when I get you here, I got to do that southern thing. So I just want to, you know, what's your favorite that you don't get to eat on the road? I'm just a home cook. I'm a soul food man. I'm a soul food kind of guy. If, I can, if you make me that home cook, that home uh, soul food, I'm good to go. That's all I need. Red velvet cake, pound cake, sweet potato pie. Yeah, pecan pie. Red velvet cake, <laughs> banana pudding. Mm -hmm. Yeah, that's me right there, right down that alley. One more question. Um, I sent you a link, but people that are trying to get in the business, I know you get this question all the time, but like you mm. were saying about your daughter, you're protecting her because it is a cutthroat business. I'm around a lot mm. of artists, and you'll be mm -hmm. amazed at how many people get it, take advantage of money, copyrights, or whatever. <laughs> what would be your the thing that you would advise them on the most? Like, as far as trusting people in the business? Well, I would advise them. First of all, if somebody's really believing in you and your talent and where they can take you, and they wouldn't be asking you to spend any money. Exactly. That's the first thing. When people start asking for money and asking for lots of it, for everything that needs to be done, and there's something, then usually the red flags will go up. You know what I mean? Because to me, if somebody believes in you and they're real with it and they and they really got the connections that they say they have and all that, they wouldn't need any money from you to say they can get it from their own or they would spend their own money to get it done because they believe in you that much. If they're, if they're asking for money, you know, then I would check into it real quick. Okay. One more question. I know everybody's on hold. I have some T-shirts for you that I designed for the Rizaholics and the and the Riz girls. If you're on Facebook, we, we already yeah. did it. I will send you my email address so, you can, so I can give it to Marvin or whoever, you know, so you, I make sure that you get it before we Definitely. see you. So when you come out with your project, we already have our shirts. <laughs> That's what's up. That's what's up. I want y'all I want y'all wearing them in the front row at the concert. Uh, you know, Columbia, South Carolina, we represent all the way. I love you. Thank you. We're waiting on the new album to come out and I'll leave my, my information for you. Thank you, sweetie. Thank you, baby. I'll see you all soon. Right. Yep. A lot of a lot of love tonight. Keep that love coming. Let's take this one from the four 
two four. You in the house tonight on Branded After Dark? Reyes is rocking. Hello. Hello. Hi. Hey. How are you? Hi, Brandon. Hi, Rizzo. I'm another one of your Facebook friends. Well, who <laughs> is, is it? Mar- What's your name? This who? is Marcy. Marcy Yvonne. Oh, I just okay, left you. Man. I left you one of your verses yesterday. I'm the one that's always reminiscing on your verses. Oh my God. <laughs> okay, that's what it is. I, that's. Good. I, I just want to, um, like the host, also show my gratitude. I'm sitting here with my seven-year-old and my ten-year-old, and they know word for word, N-E, that can you stand the rain, I'm keeping the legacy going of the good music, because it's just that good music, that good music, so um, that's it before I get too nervous, oh, I can't believe I'm No, that's how you you do it right there, man, you teach teach the kids, that's what it is right there, because I'm doing the same thing, my kids go up on all that good stuff, and Yes, you know, and I, I am watching out for your daughter. I see she's on um, the screen tour. Uh, I saw that yesterday. So I, I try to keep up because I'm also trying to get into radio myself. <laughs> um, but I, I did have a question before my time is up. Um, I wanted to know, since you did start in a group, what mm-hmm. was um, your favorite group growing up? My favorite group growing up, I mean, hands down, would have to be the Jacksons. Okay. You know? And that's just from just a teen idol kind of standpoint. Once I got in the game and I started noticing Heat Wave and the Temptations and right. the Delphonic, the Delphonics and you know, new additions pattern their style out of out of behind a lot of different flavors. But I would say the main combination would be, you know, the whole the whole synchronized um, dance routine that the and the and the and the wearing the same outfits, you know, any group that was doing that kind of thing, the harmonies that are built on the kind of um, harmonies that we do, the five part harmonies and stuff like that. Those those are the groups that I gravitated to as a uh, as a young as a youngster, and then as I got in the industry and got older, I got to really appreciate what they were doing. So between us, Book Payne, which is New Edition's choreographer and has been our manager for a while. He's the one that really um, kind of instilled into us that, that Temptations look and all of that. But as far as the group itself, we were a combination of the new, you know, uh, the Jacksons vibe and that new street thing that was going on with hip-hop and breakdancing and popping. And all right, that. right. So we, that's where we were as, as, as little youngsters. And then he incorporated into us that, that style of the Temps, Four Tops, Delphonics, and Blue Magic and all that kind of stuff like that. Right, and it definitely showed in all of you guys' work. Okay, and my second question was, um, when did you know that you were going to branch out on your own? I knew I was going to branch out on my own when everybody else left. <laughs> I was going to say controversy aside. I was going to say controversy aside, but you know, it was you when, are Bobby, when Bobby did his thing, both did their thing, Johnny did their thing, I did my thing. Mm-hmm. But I kind of wow. always knew. I, was, I had a project going on. I felt like as far as expressing myself as an individual, it was inevitable. It was going to be a matter of time to branch away from the the same style that New Edition was doing for years and years. I knew that was going to become monotonous after a while, not in terms of not liking it, but wanting to express where I was at as an individual later on in life. I knew I was going to get there someday. So, you know, as I got older, I wanted to express that in New Edition. 
was still doing and known for and known for a specific style, I knew we were going to have to start doing other things in order to express it. You know, the individual you did, side. You, you did awesome because I'm sitting here just like, oh my god! <laughs> <All> <laughs> <this> <laughs> <years later. laughs> Thank you so much for doing stuff like this and even being so nice to us on Facebook because so many times we'd be thinking, you know, people are fake and phony, but you are just one of, I always tell people, I say, he's just an awesome, you know, celebrity person. He's not on that power trip. And I, I really, I'm just grateful to God to have people like down to earth and human, you know, and thank you again. Thank you, Brandon. <laughs> well, I appreciate that, Ma. Thank you. And, you know, it's more fun for me. You don't, you have no idea how many times I get up and I grab my, my iPad and try to see who's, who's hitting me up, who's on there and blah, blah, blah. It's just, it's just as much fun for me as it is for you guys. So, and, and Riz, let me tell you, bro, like it, exactly what she was saying that it's it's that simple fact that you are down to earth and that you are humble and that you do speak to the fans and you know once once the fans holler at you you holler at them back um that goes a long way and people will never forget that they will never forget that because it is hard we do live in a world where it's cold the business mm -hmm. of it's cold it's hard for some of these um for some of these celebrities to especially of a status like you to really holler back i mean but at the same time you always take the time out for your people and and again uh that that goes a long way bro it does hey man i don't know i don't hey brandon i don't i don't know no other way to be man it's a testament i guess to my mother and my and my father and the way they brought me up and my family my whole family is real like that man you know we they, we go up they, they was chitlins and hog maws you know what i mean it was taking me on fishing trips and that's what I'm saying. You know, just just that whole family environment and going hunting. I mean, you know, just going out in, in tents and spending Fourth of July together. You know, I, that's all I know. That's what I came from. So, it's, that's 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 what I pass on. That's what I walk in. I walk in those moments, those memories, those days. That's kind of who molded, who shaped me and molded me to where I am now. So, I just don't know no other way to be, man. I've, I've ran into the artists that you're talking about. I've had favorite mm -hmm. artists when I came in. The game and, <laughs> You know, I go up, I go up to them, and hey, you know, I'm a big fan of that and the other, and I get that cold feeling, like yeah, they really don't really want to be totally right. You know, I've seen it, and you know, I just, it was just something that I looked at and said, well, you know, I will never be like that, and I'm glad I'm not. It, you know, and like you said, it, it it goes a long way, and not only that, people will forever remember um, these moments. I mean, not just the music, but the fact that you are reaching out to 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 the fan base and. And showing you appreciation, it goes a long way. And let, let me, let, somebody asked me this question, and, mm -hmm. and I definitely need to throw it to your attention. You you know how it is, especially you kind of brought it up, too, when you took a piece of the Jacksons or, you know, some of the other groups back in the day, and you New Edition as a group molded itself into what you guys are today. Um, mm -hmm. Same thing with fashion, when especially now. I'm not, I'm not sure if you, you agree with me, but now it just seems like it's fashion first and then talent second. When, when you guys were starting out, it wasn't even like that. Well, we didn't have all the tools to to work it that way. You know, nowadays you got so many things that can cover up the fact that you you know you're not really talented or you can't really sing or you can't really dance. You know, with the videos and the visuals and all that. When we when we came up, I mean, you really had to know how to do that. You had yeah. to go in the studio and you had to sing them notes or it wasn't going to work. You know, it just there was no way to fix it that way like they can now and. So now, it's, it was so you couldn't base it on the fashion or the look or the you know right. that was just something that you added after you had the talent you after you had to get you couldn't even get a record company to look at you if you didn't have that first. So mm -hmm. at the end of the day, 
you know, I do see what you mean. Your point, the point is very well taken. It's like the game has to go back to talent first, and then all of the promotion and all of the bells right. and whistles that come after it. You know, that should come afterwards, just like that. Mm-hmm. Because mm-hmm. you got to look at it this way too. When it, it the, the the music that stands the test of time is the the music and the artists of people that put their talents first before even branding themselves as a uh, as a marketable figure in a lot of different ways. You know what I mean? Exactly, man. And then you got to go, you know, you can see it. It's, it's clear as day when you see artists that come and go. They like microwave. They, they get maybe an album, maybe two. If you're really lucky nowadays, you get three. But then you got to be able to go on the road and, and perform this stuff live in front of people and you don't have all of those things that you had in the studio to make it work. And people see right through it. As soon as they see you up there and you don't have that, that it thing, you know, that, that right. thing that just says, wow, I, I really enjoyed myself, or that was nice. They sounded just like the Beckett or blah, 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 blah. And you can't, you can't produce that. You can't bring that to the table. Eventually, all that's going to come out and, and slowly starts trickling off, and it's hard to keep going because after the records die out and the record companies aren't spending a gang of money on you no more, mm-hmm. if you haven't established yourself as a real artist that can really perform and really go out there and make people want to come out year after year to see you do the songs that were hits at the time, then you right. have nowhere to go. You have nowhere to go but down. Right. And, and the reason why I bring the, uh, the, the fashion part of it back is, you know, I definitely got to mention back in the day, with, 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 with your early days with N.E., like, I'm pretty sure you know you kind of started that trend with the uh, with the whole shag haircut back My in the day, right? Man, here we go. Yeah, you know this, man. right? <laughs> <laughs> and I got to tell you, Riz, before you get it, I got to tell you, like, my brother's resting in peace right now. Like, his whole wow. his whole purpose in life was, <laughs> I kid you not, was to, was to capture... The, the Riz look back in the day with the with the hair, with the with the clothes, the whole nine, and I would never forget him to this day. May he rest <laughs> in peace, man. He had I you down solid, bro. I kid I, you I, not. I love him for that, man. You know, may he rest in peace like you said, man. My condolences and the whole shot. But, man, that's, that's what it was all about right there. Those are the cats that lifted it up. You know, they made it cool to be that way. After a while, you know, you, you try to do little things. That's how I walked around the project. When they found me. That's, yeah, they up. found me. That's that's how I walked around the bricks. It wasn't like that was something I thought was gonna be famous or popular one day. Mm-hmm. That's how I got. That was me. That's how I got right. down. I put my shag on. I shellacked my head down with whatever the Murrays or the Dax was back then. I brushed it all day long and I walked around like that. And eventually, that ended up on camera and on BET with Donnie Simpson and on Soul Jam. Ended up around the world. And hey, it was what it was. So. It felt good when I saw people come to the concerts dressed just like that. I see them wearing the Kango, broken. There you go. This, that, and the other. Whatever we're doing, I used to love seeing all that, man. That's, that made me feel like, okay, this is this is working. I like this. <laughs> that was <laughs> ill. That was ill. What I want to do is uh, we do got a lot more callers. Call in 347-215-8653. Riz, you want to run that uh, that track? We promised to my home girl. We want to do that and take a few more calls after this? Yeah, let's, let's get it in, man. I'm here. Let's go. All right. Riz hanging out with me, people. Hey, lock yourselves in. Do not lose your place because if you do, you're going to be like number 101 or, you know what, we got over 100 lines. <laughs> it's crazy. So don't lose your wow. place. <laughs> right here on Branded After Dark. Riz, one of my favorite joints, period. My own girl, holla at me. No doubt. Track right there, live on Branded After Dark. That uh, made like a few hundred thousand real relationships, not the not the you know little quick ones. You know that song right there saved thousands of real relationships tonight just by that. 
five minute joint <laughs> saved thousands. You know that you know that Riz? Wow. You know you save lives, man. You know, man, I'm loving that, man. I'm loving that. If that's the case, then I got to put out some more music real soon. Brand <laughs> yeah, it up the dark. We got Ralph Tresvine Icon in the house tonight. We are turned up super heavy, and I'm not going to ask a lot of questions. I'm going to actually let the fans do that. We're going to run through a lot of callers. Call in. Save your place in line, 347-215-8653. But there's one question before I take the next caller from the 215 is, um, there's there are some rumors, and I don't know if the rumors is true, especially when it comes to a uh, new edition about possible movies, um, about new edition, something like you guys were trying to do or something like that. Was that completely true, or is that completely yeah, false? I mean, no, no, we're in talks with it, man. We're trying to make it happen. You know, it's one of those things that, you know, the more you the more you're in people's face, the easier it is to pull off all that stuff. So our thing is with New Edition is to put the team together around us right now, mm -hmm. um, the proper team that can go out here and get all of this kind of, all of those ideas that we have in our head done. It's like right. we pretty much etched ourselves in the history of the music industry. Right. And, you know, but we need to go out here and just kind of really bring it all home. So to bring it to, to bring it to fruition and what we've done, what we've achieved, the difference between New Edition and all the other groups who've been out there, is to come out there and do those kind of things, like the movie Teller Life Story, you know, of the group where it started, all the things in between, how we branched off. And, you know, those are the things that nobody's else ever done before. So try to kind of etch that in the people's heads so they know the story like they know the name. At the end of the day, um, it, it takes the right team, the right people around you to make all those things happen, and, and that's where it's at, man. It takes, it takes more time than we thought, but we're all on the table right now to make sure all of those things get done. So everybody right now, from me, Bobby, Michael, Ronnie, Ricky, Johnny, all of us are sitting around right now saying, okay, let's get it done. So it, it'll be, it's a matter of time now before it actually happens. Okay, and then it goes back to, again, what you said earlier about making sure it's the right, it, it feels comfortable. You don't want to do something rushed. You don't want to do something that doesn't feel right, and especially the group, too. You know what I'm saying? So that that's understandable. Yeah, you got to do it right, man. You come out here and, and try to make a statement like that, and it ends up, you know, on PBS or something, you know, just in a film festival and nobody would have you know. Yeah, we got to do it. We got to do it in a real way so that, you know, and that's what yeah. we're doing now, getting the people around us so that we can do it. But, okay. I mean, I, I think, I, you know, I'm not, I'm not just because I'm, I'm an N.E. lifer and, and, and a Riz fan doesn't, mean like you know my my opinions about it is definitely dope to the point where it's like i would love to see this on the big screen i mean if you're gonna do some other uh you know made for uh made for movies based on groups and stuff like that i mean i, I think it'd be real dope to be able to see that i mean knowing the history that i know i would love to see it how it all kind of unfolded and, and and where it's going from now you know what i mean that'd be nice mm -hmm. Man, New Edition has done so many things that have kind of slid under the table that it's ridiculous. I mean, many, many things, not only in terms of um, inspiring other acts at a time where there really wasn't any young acts or any groups, anything like that popping at the time, but mm -hmm. just the actual achievements, man. We've broken Rolling Stone records, Beatle records. We've right. broken Madison Square Garden rec attendance records. we got platinum tickets from Madison Square Garden and the Forum and the Boston Garden. We never even knew that there was a such thing as that until we found out like we got like you could do like you sell platinum records. You can sell mm -hmm. platinum tickets. You sell platinum tickets and we never knew. We got awards for all kind of stuff, man, that people just don't know. 
Then you talk, you know, and then you talk about the first time in history that a group has spawned off into so many platinum artists. You know, right. solo individual efforts has been ridiculous. It's, I mean, it's, it's history-making stuff that's never done. And those are the things that make the story um, valid, makes the story worthy of being told. And that's why it's important to us to make sure that before, while we're still on this planet and the blood is still flowing through our veins, that we stay ahead. Because that's another problem with a lot of these group stories is that none of the stories that, that I've seen have been right. told from the perspective of the group. You know, everybody being alive, being there to tell the story. It's always something right. after everybody starts, you know, going on, going back home, um, that they start realizing, hey, that was a significant story. That was a big thing. Or, you know, then they start taking it serious. Well, we're here while we're, while we're all here to make sure that people, you know, get the story right. And everybody's input is involved in it. And the story's told from the rooter to the tutor, just how it went down. And I'm going to tell you right now, I've seen all of the stories from the Jacksons to the Temptations to the Five Heartbeats, which, which, which was a, a combination of several group stories. Right. And none of, I mean, this story right here makes them look like Disney. And I watch it. I agree. Like there's, a, there's a lot of parallels, you know, and there's going to be that because you got, you know, it's, you know, when you're in a group setting, there's going to be a lot of parallels. But there's a lot of, you know, unique things about New Edition that took place and the way it went down and how it happened that, really sets the story apart. And the only way I can explain our story versus them stories is the difference between when you, like the realness and the rawness of when you saw Boys in the Hood and when you saw Minister Society. Same hood, same area, but the way it was told was just a lot more. When you saw Menace, you were just like, okay, that's L.A., that's South, that's Compton, that's right. whatever it might be, you know. That's what we want. We want to make sure that the story is feeling like that when we're done. New a uh, new edition album would that correlate with the with the movie itself? Absolutely. I mean, I don't know which one will fall first. You know, it's 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 a matter of um, time. We don't want to sit around and wait too long to put out some new music. If that comes right. first, we get some new music and that's ready to go, and we'll lay that out. And then when the movie comes, that'll be another part of the story. You know how we drop that before the movie came or whatever. With it, you know, just chronological. You can put it in chronological order, just 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 the, uh, in the way it happened put the events in the way that they fall. So we're not really trying to say that that has to be. we got to wait to the movie before we do new music. We're just right. going to go and let the chips fall where they may. But if doing the move, doing a new album is going to be a part of the story or the, or what makes uh, the presence of new addition uh, in, 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 in the public or whatever you might want to call it, you know, makes it significant enough where people want to see the story, you know what I mean, in a different type of way. We know our... We know our fans are sitting around and they want to see what it was and they'll go see it. But will, you know, um, the world at large want to see the story? So we're right. trying to make it significant in a way where, by the time we drop it, everybody's anticipating what this could be and what it is. Right. And I mean, to me, I think the legend will always be there. Um, again, it's the 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 attention span that some of these people have nowadays. Our children, our generation, sometimes is so short-spanned where. Um, again, and I, you know, and I love baby girl that called in earlier that said that, you know, she got her seven-year-old or four-year-old listening to Can You Stand the Rain, and to me, I think it's all about trying to educate, and, you know, anybody that Googles New Edition or, or go to YouTube and look at some of the uh, classic videos can be able to get a little taste of history, and not only that, I mean, you're getting it live right here on the radio right now with, mm -hmm. with a million, one hundred thousand strong, so that's mm -hmm. what we do. What we do. Absolutely, baby. That's what and, I'm and as about. I take this next call, let me go ahead and make sure I shout out a guy who who definitely and I, I think you know him through uh uh Facebook and or Twitter too, Rob and he historian. 
Super, super guy. <laughs> Got to shout that guy out for real. Rob, Rob, no more about no addition than no addition about no addition. <laughs> you know, I ain't gonna lie, Brady. I ain't gonna lie. Rob knows stuff that we ain't do yet. <laughs> like, <laughs> <laughs> we, <laughs> you know what we about to do before we think about doing it. Damn, Rob, you a bad motherfucker. <laughs> hey, wait, wait, wait. You saying him, Rob is like the him. left side of your brain, right? Like he, he's, he that, he's that that side. Man. Exactly, Rob. And then before we can get the thought out, he's already got it down locked. <laughs> love it. I love it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Big shout out to Rob. N E Historia. Definitely had to make he's sure bad. I put that out there because he's he's, he's a he's bad. a straight up diehard. I thought I was, but damn. Oh no, Rob is the truth, man. That's the truth. Rob, the historian. Robert Riznob, whatever you want to call him, that man is the truth. He's a real dedicated cat to N E, and he loves the group. And, you know, ain't nothing but love for Rob from my end and from the fellas, too. I know at the end of the day, um, when they see all of the different things that he places and makes sure people see the significance of, okay, and he does this, and they did this, and on, I've seen him drop stuff where he just goes down the line and talks about what we did on this day, what we did on that day in this year of, of you know, whatever year it was. I was like, man, Rob is cold-blooded, boy. He, he got his thing down, man, you know. He got it down. Well, I'm a Rob believer, man. That dude's the truth, man. Shout out to that dude once again, for real. Absolutely, absolutely, Rob. Hold it down, baby. We gonna pay. We gonna make sure that all that work you're doing is gonna pay off in a minute, Rob. Watch and see what I tell you, baby. Word up. Let's take this caller right here. Says Brandon after dark. Riz in the building. Rob Trezvon in the house in two one five area code. You are on the line. What's rocking? Hi, Riz. Hey, what's up? Who this? Halima. Uh, what's up, Lima? <laughs> <laughs> what's up? I just called to say hello. I don't have a question like the other caller. I pretty much know everything. Yeah, I was about to say, what you going to call the ass about? <laughs> yeah, you know like <laughs> Right? No, I was just calling to say hey. <laughs> well, good to hear your voice. Good to know that you are here and you're listening to, listening to the after hour spot with Brandy. We're getting it in right now. <laughs> of course, of course. All right, well, I will see you soon. I'm not sure which show I'll be at, but I'll see you soon. That's what's up, Mom. Good to speak to you. I'm, I, I can't wait to see you again. Die we'll hard. Bye. Straight up die hard. Let's go ahead and take this one out here in the Bay. 408, you in the house tonight, Brandon, after dark. It's rocking. Hello? Hey. Hello? <laughs> Hi. Hello? Can you hear um, me? Yeah, who's Loud this? Hi. Is this Ross Treswin? Yeah, it is. Who's this? My name is Demashita. Jamashika? Demashita. Close enough. Did I say it right? Duh, with a D? It's okay. It's pronounced Demashita or Miss Demash. D for short. Miss D. That's easy. I can I can work with that. It's a pretty but name. I've met you. I've met you twice. I've met you about I think it was like nine. I was nineteen, but it was in the airport at McDonald's and I had to ring you up for some food at McDonald's when I was working at McDonald's. And then I mm. met you again in Oakland when you came out with your second album. And mm. then we're doing a promotion for that. But I have a couple of questions for you. And Latrice sure. is outside. She's going to kill me. So, um, wow. my, questions, my questions are, let's see, I want to know how come every time I hear, like, about all the concerts and everything, how come they're mostly all in the East Bay? How come they're almost all what? I mean, not, how come they're mostly all on the East Coast and not hardly anything on the West Coast? 
I mean, I couldn't even tell you. You know, when we when we do a show and we're going on tour, it's different because we when we're doing a tour, we just book the country. We go through the country. We go through all the major states, and then usually we'll come back around and we'll do what they consider secondary states or little smaller markets, and then we'll come back around and probably do even a third. The third market, the one that's even considered a little bit less market, and then we'll come back around and do it again. But that's when we're doing a tour. When we're doing spot dates, which is what we've been doing mostly lately, we're based. That's based on promoters calling us and asking us, you know, telling us the, um, or making an offer to us to come to those different cities. And I guess, you know, in recent times, there's probably been more um, promoters calling from the East Coast, you know, from the East Coast markets than out the West. That's probably the only way I can explain that. Because people in San Jose, we love you too. So, and you guys don't come out here very often. And the last time you guys were out here was 1996. So, and that's when all six of you were out here. Um, I was at that particular show with my mother. And then my other question would be, okay, so when you buy tickets to go to a concert, like mm -hmm. how do you, I mean, I see a lot of fans coming from all over, from everywhere when I go to these concerts in Oakland at the Paramount and everything. But... And I've been to quite a few of them. Not, I mean, not a many. I don't have the funds to be doing all that. But mm -hmm. how do you actually get an actual front row ticket versus a third row ticket? Because every time I try <laughs> to go get one, I can't get one. And then I get Man. upset because I'm like, all these same people that I see at all these concerts always end up with the front row tickets. And I'm like, what do y'all need to sit in the front row again for? <laughs> Man, you know, I you know, I wish I Miss D, I wish I knew the magic to that because, you know, I'm trying to be at the front row of the Beyonce show and all that and I can't get a front row <laughs> ticket. My family. And I be stuck on people like, how do they get up there? You know, but at the end of the day, it's I think it's the ones who they hear about it before it goes on or right when it goes on sale and mm -hmm. they jump on it. They jump on it real early. So by the time you get there, those seats are already gone. Especially when you got a ticket like a new edition ticket that pretty much is, it sells pretty fast. So you got to jump on those tickets as soon as it goes on sale in your area or, you know, try to be ahead of it before you get them pre-advanced sale tickets where you can get your joint before everybody else does. Okay, and I got two more quick questions, and then I will let you go, I promise. <laughs> so sure. my okay. other question would be, my other question would be, so I'm on my weight loss journey for the second time, this time permanently. Um, to keep it off, and I have a bet going on with someone that every time I lose weight, I give them a dollar, and that dollar is to save for my new edition concert ticket. So when yeah. are all six of you coming to concert out here? We're putting it together now. It's like we we have to right now. We're putting together, the, like I was saying earlier, the team to make a to make a new run with new edition. We've been on the phone like every Sunday. We got a, I got off the phone with all the fellas probably about three hours, three or four hours ago. Well, every Sunday we do the, for the last eight months or so, we've been doing these Sunday, and we call them any conference calls. And, you know, we just sit around, we talk about whatever we want to do and what we're trying to pull off, who we need to get to do that and all that. So once all that's done and we have the team organized and we've had all our meetings and we got all of the different things we want to do lined up, and at that point it's kind of just like turning the pages to a book. Okay, first phase this, second phase that, and we just turn through the book. But right now we're just organizing and writing the book so that we can start turning pages. So there's nothing really in order right now. We might be doing some things for New Year's. We might be doing a couple of things going into the New Year just to, you know, just stay in people's faces, let them know we are together, we're still working. You know, the Essence thing kind of, the Essence Festival we just recently did kind of brought a lot of anticipation. It's okay, they're on the road, they back working, blah, blah, blah. But it was more of a spot date thing to let people know, okay, and, he, and he's back together, y'all. We working, we getting ready to, we get ready to come with it. 
now we want to put it together so we can do it the right way. And when it does go on sale, you won't be able to not miss it. You'll you'll know it's on sale because it'll be on the air every five minutes. Mm-hmm. Oh, like like I said, I'm, I don't plan on missing it. I mean, uh, my dollar for every pound that I lose, my dollar goes in a jar to someone, and they're holding my that's my new edition concert fund. So. I'm down okay. 70 pounds, and I got about 40 more to go, and I know that I'll have my ticket. Unemployed or not right now, I'll have my ticket. So, I, was to, um, I was just about to ask you how, about you, how much you saved up so far? 70. Well, you're doing excellent. Go ahead, girl. Good job. I have, I have a ways to go where I, to get where I really want to be, but to get where I want to be to buy a ticket, that's another 30 or 40 more pounds, and I'll, I'm going to be good to go so so I can have my ticket, too, so I don't get left out. So my last question would be, and this is a question that I'm supposed to ask you from Latrice, um, uh-huh. but also for myself, too. When you guys come to the Bay Area again, how does the meet-and-greet thing work? Because I've been on um, Candy's page, like Facebook page, and asked about that, and every mm-hmm. time I ask about that for when you guys are out here, there's never, like, a meet-and-greet going on. I mean, I've met you formally twice, um, but it's like when you really want to meet you guys to be able to interact with you guys and take pictures, how do you go about doing all that? I, I always just get the runaround about it, and I guess you have to be on your um, part of your VIP fan club, which I was before, but, like, at this time in my life, clients are not – I'm not able to do that. So, I mean, mm-hmm. how do you guys go about doing that? Are there special things that you have to do to be involved with that or volunteer what, work? What do you have to do? What is, um, I mean, there's, there's usually several ways. That is one of them. Shout out to the NESC and Candy for doing her work throughout the years and keeping the name out there and the group alive. But at the end of the day, that was, that is a great avenue, avenue for the last two years, three three years, however long has the state been moving right now. She's been, um, um, putting together the meet and greets, you know, they've been kind of going through her, and when New Edition surfaces, it'll be a combination of that. It'll be a combination of New Edition's own websites and web pages that will do uh, the same thing, equivalent to what she's doing. Then there's contests, radio contests, and people, you know, the local radio station. It's usually at the sound checks when we're doing the sound checks for the show. That's when in the, during the sound check, they'll sit in there and watch the sound check. After the sound check, we'll go down and see and talk with everybody, take pictures, sign autographs, just meet everybody then. So it's it's usually a combination of those three different ways that uh, will probably be the same thing going on when we come back around this next time. Well, someone would just have to let me know how much more weight I need to lose to buy a ticket for that so I can just lose it. <laughs> 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 right on. Oh, Latrice would like to talk to you on the phone, too. Hello, okay, Ralph. Hey, Latrice. Hey, this is your buddy from Oakland, California, the one What's who up? presented you with the Boston Celtics jacket. I know who it is. What's going on, girl? I'm fine. Blessed. How are you? I'm doing good, man. I'm doing real good. You know, blessed, happy, I'm in a good place, and it feels good to be out here right now with Brandon, you know, talking to you. So that's what it is. Oh, okay. Well, hang in there. just wanted to say hello, and I love you, and Keep it going. Keep it positive. Can you please play Is This The End, please? Can you please play Is This The End, please? Yeah, we're going to try to get that on for you before the show's over, baby. We got it. Okay, thank you so much. It was nice speaking to both of you guys. All right. 
can I, I mean, Riz, you, you've been out here in, in, in the Bay, what, you did the uh, Heads of State, like, was it, uh, it, it wasn't too long ago. You've been, been out, out here for a minute. three times, man. We've been out there at least two yeah. or three times. To Paramount, I think a couple of times we've been to out there in Concord. Mm-hmm. You know, I was li- I lived out there for at least five or six years during one of my albums. When I was cutting it, I was out there uh Louis Burrell, Hammers Brothers. I actually moved up there and lived in Newark. I lived in Fremont for a little bit. Actually, um, got a lot of friends out there. One of my partners, uh, Danny Dillman, he's still out that way. Mm-hmm. We got a, uh, an animation company out there that he's been, a multimedia company out there. That's, you know, they're still out there and up and running. So at the end of the day, um, that's, that's, that yeah. was my home. That was my home. You I know that. Exactly. I know that my hand. Mm-hmm. Exactly. That's one, that's one of my people. People that's, that's really talking about trying to uh, uh, lock Riz in on some on some dates, just make sure you send business uh, information over to branded at nextlegacy.com, N-E-X-X-L-E-G-A-C-Y. We still got a lot of callers on here. This is Branded After Dark. Um, we're going to fly through some calls, so if you got a good one or two questions, make sure you go ahead and throw them in real quick. Um, I see, damn, I see a lot of people. Ooh, we turned up. Let's take this one from the 757. Um, I want to say this is uh, this is my boy, Will, but let me take this. Let me see what's this. 757, you're on Branded After Dark. What's up with it? Hey. This hey. Is the house. Can you hear me? Hey, who, yeah, who's this? No, this isn't Will. This is Tanya. Hey, Tanya. Hey, this is Little Mama. I was what just up, calling. Mama? Yeah, <laughs> hey. I'm out here in Cali now. I know where you at. What's going on, Mom? <laughs> no, I don't even have a question. I was just calling in to show some love because you, you take so much time for us. So, you know, I, I was like, I got to send out some love to you. No, I'm glad you got through. There's a lot of people on the line, man. It's just real. It's fun when I when I when I hear a name or see talk to somebody that I actually know and have corresponded with. So that's a good look, man. Right? You know, I'm still I'm still waiting on my Mac. I'm playing my Mac video uh, tonight. Oh, you gonna play it? <laughs> oh yeah, you know I got my Mac video on. It's on. It's in the room right now, waiting for me to come back in there and hit play. Yeah, I know. That's Probably. one of my favorite movies too. The Ms. Mac. You know, that was a movie about me. You know, Quas kept that movie was about me anyway. <laughs> right. I know they they thought about you, right? Yeah, they, they dedicated to you when you was a baby. Yeah, they knew I was on my way. You know, they were trying to show y'all what was about to be on its way in the world. <laughs> I heard that. Yeah, but I mean, you, yeah, we're excited grandma. about some new music because I'm yeah. listening to Rizra Fair like every day. They know it in the gym and everywhere now. <laughs> can I can I can I can I safely say about that album to me is like you know the you can hear the growth in that album like one to me right. I felt like you know one of the dopest albums that I feel in my opinion should have got more due when it comes to exposure and stuff like that because there's some there's some hidden classics on that that people just probably man when this come out. That's what I used yeah, to get no, all the time, and I used to drive it. me crazy. Like, man, like, are you serious? This been out. Yeah, I know what I mean. People ask me about it all the time when I play it. Like, never noticed. That really helped me because my grandmother died about mm-hmm. three years ago, and mm-hmm. I mean, it's like it touched on every emotion that I was feeling at the time. You know, mm-hmm. it was just, it was so nice that you had put in words what I was feeling. <laughs> Well, you know, I was feeling the same thing. I was feeling the same thing when my mom passed. That's what it is. It's like one of the hidden messages that it was to her 
sounds like a, a general subject about a female and a man and a male who lost this, you know, this woman or to whatever it might have been. But yeah, that was that was I wrote that in the spirit of thinking about my mom, you know, and yeah. missing her and what that was all about. So, you know, again, what we was talking about earlier, Brandon, was about doing songs that really reflect where I'm at and, and knowing that there's got to be, there's got to be somebody else out there that's been through this and felt this also. So here it is, and Tanya, you know, was able to place that same song and put it in her situation and, oh, no. and get some relief and get some sort of relief out of it or, you know, just being able to, like you said, put on that record that speaks for you and allow you to sit yeah. back and, and whatever you're going to do, cry and just feel it or just remember this about it or whatever it might be. And, and there's, there, there are a lot of songs on that album that I thought needed to get more attention. It's just one of those things that ever came out in, the timing, the people pushing it, you know, there's a lot of things that came into play that make it, you know, make it one of those things that gets hidden. And then Quiet is kept it, it, it charted, it, it made its movement, but the noise level just was real, it was real under the radar. Yeah. And, and, and I, we gonna, we I gonna, hope it still gets the attention. You know. And we're going to talk about the evolution of, of, of radio nowadays, and we're going to get into that in a second. But I appreciate the call, sweetheart, definitely. Yeah, thanks for yeah. calling, Tanya. You know I'm going to see okay. you out there at some point in time jogging around L.A. <laughs> <laughs> right. Okay, well, I appreciate it. Oh, All right, I'm gonna do two I more, and I got I got a question that I got for Riz. It says Brandon After Dark. Uh, let me take this one, Miss Love. You've been holding for a minute. You are on live, and and please don't pass out. Uh, I'm not gonna pass out, and I, you know, <laughs> I've been trying to figure out what to say. I'm trying to be nice. Uh, you know what I'm saying? I just want to have saying, Mr. Telephone Man, just 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 a little bit, just a little bit. You want to hear telephone, man, huh? Yeah. yeah what is, I don't even remember how that went. That was when I dialed 611 with service. She said, hello, may I help you, please? Hmm. I told her something must be wrong with my phone because my baby wouldn't hang up on me. Mr. Telephone, man. That's it. Bobby sung that part anyway. <laughs> oh, my <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we have fun. Right? Hey, hey, I'm not his backup singer, so you ain't gonna hear me singing. I might do it in the shower when no one's listening, but I ain't doing it with a million people listening right now. You go You have always been my favorite. You and Michael Bivens was always my favorite. But you know what? I have always said if I ever got to talk to you or see you, I was gonna tell you you have the prettiest mouth. Well, thank you. And every time I hear you sing, I can see your smile. Oh, that's sweet of you. I appreciate that, man. That's love right there. <laughs> that's you what it what is. That's what it is, Miss Love. Stay right there. Don't go nowhere. Let me take one more from the four, four, three. You are on the air with Ralph Tresmont. This is Branded After Dark. It's rocking. Hello? You live? Hello? Hello? Oh, mm -hmm. hey, man. It's Pete. Who's this? Pete. This is T. Pauline. Pauline. <laughs> <laughs> What's going on, girl? Ain't nothing. I just wanted to say hey and to tell you, you know, of course, we're very proud of you and that we're playing with you through everything because I know it's going to be hot when it comes out, whatever it is. Well, I appreciate that so much. You know, the love the love that I be feeling from you guys is what makes me stay in the studio, makes me want to continue doing this, because I could have gave up a little, you know, left this alone a long time ago. But when I hear yeah. when I hear you guys anticipating new music and calling and 
just all love you show. It's like I gotta I gotta continue. I can't stop. So I appreciate that. Ah, no doubt. And also I just wanted to tell you that Bronnie was trying to get through from Australia and she couldn't figure it out, so she asked me to tell you hey. Oh, Bronnie's head. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's the newest that's one of the newest rivets. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, she took a. She came uh, out to the show in Australia, and she was a sweetheart, man. Mm-hmm. Well, you shouts out to Bronnie. She can't get through. You know, I send my, I'm sending my love to you anyways, baby. Well, thank and you also, can I say all you people out there that's uh, that's overseas? Because I got some people in Germany that's sending emails and stuff like that. If you want to follow Route on Twitter, hit him up, Route Tresvon. Just like it sounds, hit him now. Just make sure uh, you know you send that good hello, cause um. Yeah, a lot of people, man, they want to, a lot of a lot of these Germany ladies want to be Rizettes right about now. Like, okay, they're trying to, they're trying to figure it out. Yo, okay. there's, plenty of room, there's, there's plenty of room on the team, man. We got team, we got team Trezvan in the building, all that good stuff, man. It's a, Shout out to team Trezvan, no doubt. Yeah, man, we got them all in there. They be working it out there. Well, I love you, Riz. Talk to y'all later. Love you, too, too. You hold it down, Ma. Okay. All right, sis, branded after dark. What I'ma do, and I and I know, and I appreciate you staying on for for a while with me, Rez. I'ma um I'ma run your sensitivity track, and I'ma take we're gonna take uh uh two three more calls before we uh let you wrap it up because I know it's late night over there where you at, and uh and I appreciate you rocking with me for for a minute. You know what I mean? That's dope. Nah, it's all good, man. You know that's how we do, man. I wanna make sure I get as many people as I can in, man. This is this been fun for me. You know, I don't do right, well, see, you know like I told you earlier, man, the power of one dude, man, that's 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 how it is. When you get when you get people turned up from overseas and, and, and in the states and everywhere else, you know what I'm saying, just you know, hearing your voice and speaking your gospel, man, that's that's you got your disciples right here appreciating it. So, you know, power of one man, Good bro. What it is. Good looking out. Good looking classic out, track right here, Ralph Tresvon. One of them classics that'll never die. Branded after dark. Ralph Tresvon sensitivity. Still getting look, the look tongue. Look here, look here, look here, look here, boy. That's a, that's a different type of breed right there, boy. So what you got to understand is they don't make them like that no more, son. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> boy, that's dedication. <laughs> no, sir. Yeah. No, sir. No, sir. Man, you remember when when you first? Do you remember the first time you heard uh, Candy Girl on on the radio? Like you know, you and the fellas. How, how did y'all? Re, how was y'all's reaction when y'all first heard that thing on the radio? Man, you know what? It, the closest thing I've seen uh, to it was the reaction that they showed when the Five Heartbeats first heard their joint. It was real similar to that. It was early in the morning, and. I remember hearing and just calling all of the fellas, calling all of the uh, grandma, calling everybody, just say, yo, turn it on, it's on the radio right now, you got to listen to it, we on the radio, and that whole joint right there, so that's the closest that I've seen that kind of depicted what it was like, it was just really excited, couldn't believe it was coming through the speakers, and I think I was talking to you about this earlier today, when we were talking about doing the show, and um, you heard, I heard, uh, the feeling was like, um, you didn't think, when I was coming up listening to music, it was so powerful and so strong. When I'm listening to I used to sit down in front of the speakers and turn them toward my ears. And to me, it was like another planet. And you was either born on that planet or you wasn't. You couldn't be where I am or where I was at the time 
and end up coming through the speakers that way. You know, we were right. we was in the thick of it, really in the we in the hood in the projects, in Orchard Park, and you know, barely making meals and stuff like that happened. So at the end of the day, to feel like to hear myself coming through those speakers that I used to sit in between as a little kid and just be in awe listening to Stevie Wonder and Michael Jackson and Ellen Champagne King and whatever else was going on at the time my mother used to play. It was like, uh, I was, I couldn't believe that I was coming through these speakers like that. It was like, this is incredible. So it was like that kind of feeling for me. It was an awe moment, a shock and awe moment. But, um, you know, Bobby Brown always said it was going to happen. Bobby used to sit around and say, man, one day we're going to be on Soul Train. One day we're going to be on this, and I was like, man, whatever, you know, let's go do this gig, you know, whatever. <laughs> let's go do this practice, whatever. And then, you know, show us, show us, uh, show us his name was Bobby Brown. And, you know, we were out there talking to Don Cornelius, performing Candy Girl and putting all that stuff on his show. So that was the feeling, man. It's that really unbelievable feeling of, okay, it's really happening, man. It's going down. So that's, that, was the, that was the feeling. It was magical. That right there, you capture that, you put it in the bottle, that's something that you would never, ever forget in life. Mm-hmm. My question to you is, the as far as the how radio have evolved, do you ever see or will you ever hear another artist again kind of have that same feeling that y'all felt with well, you know, radio? It's, it's hard to say. You know, time, times are changing. I think that, you know, the artists that are coming out now, you used to ask any of them the same question. It's probably the same for them. You could probably ask Chris Brown or Drake or Usher or any of them the first time they heard the record on the radio, heard their voice or their song coming through the radio, over the radio, over the airways. It's the same kind of, they'll probably give you the same response, man. I couldn't see it being any different. It's just one of those things that when you're in the studio and you're cutting it or you got your deal and all that stuff, it's one thing. But when you start seeing... I mean, start hearing it and seeing your video being played and all this stuff, it takes on a whole nother meaning. You know, it's like, wow, it's really going down. I got a shot. I'm really out here now. So um, in terms of that, I think they probably are feeling the same thing right now. You know, it's no different. People still feel like radio is a magic place to be, and when your music is being played and spun over, it's still going to give you that, that awe moment. Mm-hmm. A lot of people were searching for those moments, and, and, and you know how it is now, especially with a lot of, you know, never hating on, on mainstream radio, but they, a lot of people would say, you know what, the, the, the soul of what it stood for is gone because it's, so, it's ran by so many computers nowadays. It doesn't have the heart like it used to have. But yeah. here we are with online radio and telling you this offline, too. I mean, you know, a million too strong. Um, and people getting that same excited feeling like they have. Let me just let you people out there know that um, it, it's stuff like this is, is, is how legends are made. When you have someone like Rez come on the line and, and hang out, and even though we still have callers and callers we might not be able to reach out to, but Rez is going to be back again, and he's going to still do it. And then Rez is, is, is single-handedly, uh, along with, you know, all, all the other people out there that, that really want to appreciate the fans is going to call in and give you all that feeling again. So I'm just putting it out there to, you know, let the let let the people know that it's it's here. It's not going nowhere. It's just evolving into a different place now. And you're doing your thing, man. What's going on with them 1.2 million people that tuned in tonight to hear what's going on? It's more than a testament to just what I've done in my career and, and the fellas. Uh, new Edition and what they've done, and BBD and Johnny Gill, Bobby Brown. I mean, it's all a part of 
our history, but at the end of the day, what you're doing over there in terms of bringing this kind of um, these kind of artists to the table is showing you how many people out there are not being able being able to um, on a consistent basis hear their favorite artists, hear the music they grew up on and what they loved and what they enjoy and what they call music, what they consider real music or the type of artists that they they think should be out there in the main, mainstream on the norm. To me, when I saw the music changing, I always felt like, well, I don't understand why why it's got to be this or that. I just felt like anything new should be sprinkled amongst what already mm-hmm. exists. You know, why can't it be a combination of everything? So exactly. I can listen to the radio from time to time, hear some confunction or some... Like you said, some Marvin Gaye, and then I might hear some some of the what's going on right now. The new cast mixed in that, and it just makes the radio that much more fun for me. Yep. Whereas I agree, you just get shut down. What was and go into something new like that's no longer relevant or valid or whatever it might be. Your show and those amount of people that 1.2 million people just tuned in tonight when you announced that RT was going to be on, you know, was going to be on there tonight. You know they're they're on standby, waiting for something real, waiting for something that they can feel. I agree. That, yeah, they want. That, and, and, and it's it's a testament to what you're doing, also, man, because you you put it out there that I was gonna be there. They tuned in, so they're there. They're there, and and the rest of the world, and and corporate America, and 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 these record companies, and these um, sponsors, and just all the other things that involve with entertainment need to know that these people are standing around wanting to be entertained and wanting their favorite artists to be out to be out there the same way you know they, they I'm, I'm like that I'm a fan of music and I'm a fierce fan of all music new and old I'm, I'm a bigger fan of the era I came up in and what was before me I'm a bigger fan of that because that's what I grew up on that's what I know is real music and true music and true singing and talent but at the end of the day it didn't take away from how I feel about some of the new stuff I still enjoy it I just wish that the outlets that are allowing the newer things to come out there still existed for, you know, the artists that have been around there and paved the way. I agree. And I used to always say, man, that um, I, I love the lane they in. That's their channel. You also need to make sure that there's other channels for other genres of music and not only that, other fan bases of other artists to be able to be heard. So if you turn one channel, you don't want to just put it just you know, the same old, same old, you know what I mean? You want to flip that channel and get another variety of music because it's not just all one. It's universal. That's no the way I was saying. That's the way it was. To me, it was. You know what I mean? Like, no, no doubt, man. That's music. That's what made radio magic to me. You know, you had to sit around all day to hear that record and put your tape recorder on pause before it came back on again. There you because go. Because <laughs> there were so many different joints coming on and, and genres and you had everybody out there once, and you don't know what you're going to hear, and that's what made it magical to me. It's like anything else you do when it's a surprise of what's going to come on next. Nowadays, I know within an hour I'm going to hear such and such, such and such, such and such, such and such. The next hour they're just going to repeat that, maybe sprinkle in something new, and then they're going to put that same format on over and over again all day long. To me, that's not that's not the magic of radio. The magic of radio for me was I don't know what's going to come on next. I'm going to be surprised with what I hear, and, oh, that's my joint and jump up and be ready to record it or dance to it or sing along, whatever the case may be. That's where music is. That's what it's missing. Even amongst what's going on with the new cast, there's not enough of even the new joints that's coming out to surprise you. I know what's going to come on within an hour or two hours. You know what you're going to hear. Exactly. That's not cool. That's not cool. Yeah, you hear one song, you're like, okay, I know I'm going to hear that like two hours from now or not even that, like an hour and a half from now. Exactly. I mean, like, yeah. 
Yeah, there's no magic. There's no anticipation in what might happen new or something else might come. You know, just you know, you just miss that. That was a part of um, the magic of radio. So I'm loving you what you're doing, man. Loving what you're doing because it allows the people who 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 want something different. Well, let's just say it allows the people who want what they consider music to be shown and played, and they get a chance to vibe and listen to what they enjoy. I agree. It's like the you know the power of uh, the power of the people, man. I mean, I do this for for the people and and for the people that I admire and respect. Um, that is either coming up in the game or that that has a footnote in this in this game, like you and Ne. Like you know that goes a long way. And and let me go ahead and put this young lady on from the nine five four that's been patiently waiting. You know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. I'm gonna take this call and two more quick ones before we let Riz go. This is Brandon after Shark. Thanks for waiting. Hey Ralph, how are you? I'm good. Who's this? Aaron Wahlbergill. Ah, uh, you're not about to hit me with your mama's story with the with the dentures, are you? <laughs> okay, check this out. Okay, well, hit me with the story. Let me hear the story with your mom. You told Johnny this, so I want to hear what's going on. Yeah, and I would have told you that night that I that I missed you and could have sniffed you and how you look like you smell good. That's that's amazing. <laughs> <laughs> I can't leave you out. 
<laughs> so count me out, right? No doubt. Don't count you out, baby girl. I appreciate well, you calling in. And, and just for the record, I, 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 I would really, really like, and thank you for playing Money Can't Buy Me. Ralph knows that's my jam. Can you uh, please, hey, <laughs> for me, please, I did it on Twitter for you. Do what? You, you please do the rap in Money Can't Buy Me Love. All right, real quick. It's, uh, how'd it go? Dick, it's, I said, uh, dick, 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 diggity, diggy, 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 diamonds, rubies, pearls. It didn't matter. As long as I'm spending dough, yo, I'm going to have a, I thought, so I bought, and I bought till it drained me. And then all at once, yo, it came to me. This is no game about me or you. It's about a love that may be or may not be true, because what I really needed was free and sent from up above. I guess money can't buy me love. Hey. Hey. <laughs> hey. Shout out to Rob. Shout out to Rob. Um, and he, historian, and Nita Applebaum. Um, Applebaum. She's been so sad she couldn't. She's been trying to get in to talk to you too. So shout, shout out, out to Nita. Nita. Yeah, Nita. That's up in Boston. No, Nita. One love, baby girl. All right. Well, thank Good you. Mike, so I love you. It's amazing. Like you could. You could. When Reds can come in and shut down the phone lines, you know what I mean? Let's take two quick ones before we let this man go. Let's take it from the 510 with the 776. You turned up and on branded after dark. Reds, what's up with it? What's going on, baby? What's up with it? Yo, who that? Hello? Hey, you live. Oh, hey, 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 Brandon. Hey, Ralph. <laughs> what's oh, going on? I'm so nervous. Um, I didn't have a question. Oh, actually... Speaking of um, sensitivity, I did have a question. Mm -hmm. It was a little different from all the other callers. Uh -huh. uh, I wanted to know what are five things that you find um, most attractive in a woman? Most? Oh, man, five things. Let me think. Yeah. I'm sure there's a whole lot more than that, but I'll try to pop, uh, <laughs> You know, I, I, I like a woman with confidence. Okay, um, okay. Yeah, do I like a girl who um who's I just like style. I like a stylish woman. I like a woman with a nice body. I like. Oh, right on, right on, right on. How many was that? Two or three? <laughs> Losing count. Two. <laughs> two. Let me two. see. That's good. That's good. That's good. That was only. That was only two. I like a pretty smile. Yeah, I like a, I like a nurturing woman. I like a woman that likes to nurture you, like a mom would. You know, take care of them, man. I like that. Uh -huh. My thing is more character building stuff rather than, you know, external attributes. I like I like things that come from the inside. I like substance in a woman. Got to be able to cook, though. That's very, very important. Right on. <laughs> a, woman okay. that, a woman that can cook and, can, you know, she can win my heart uh, most of the time. Mm-hmm. Hey, y'all like to take notes. Southern, southern food, like soul food. Remember, take notes, ladies. Yeah, yeah, that's soul food. Take notes. You can come to okay. you can come back you can come backstage with a with a plate, boy, and I'm telling you, you can't. <laughs> <laughs> oh wow. Oh yeah. That's, that's nice. That's nice. That's nice. <laughs> I heard that. Okay, well um congratulations on uh, on your on your new album. Can't wait for us to drop. Um very proud of you. You're doing your thing and thank you. So much for being humble to all your fans. I remember, I think it was like five years back. Um, I was at the Paramount Theater. I think you were. Um, I think Brian McKnight did a show with what with you guys. Yeah, and that's I was right. Walking in, 
Yeah, and I was walking in, and I saw you standing out there, um, looking at a, uh, you were looking at something, a picture album, and I was so mm-hmm. nervous. I was like, oh my god, I was like, can I get a picture? And you was like, you was like, oh sure, sweetheart. And you took a picture <laughs> of me, and I was just, oh my god, that was just like heck of cool. So thank you. You got it, Ma. Anytime. I'm thank sure you, if I see thank you again, you for we're upgraded. You're welcome. Now that's all I know. You, you're very welcome. If I see you again, we got to update your photo. Oh, yes, definitely, definitely. Mm-hmm. definitely. There, you go. there you go. Good looking out. I'm going to take one more. I'm going to take one more. Take this one from the 412 area code. You want branded after Dark Reds. What's up with it? Hello? Hey. Hi. Hey, how you doing? Who's this? Hi. I'm okay. Uh, my name is Bernice. I'm from Pittsburgh. Bernice from oh, Pittsburgh. My God. Yes, I can't believe I got through. I've been waiting so long. I'm glad we got you through, Ma. What's the word? What you doing out there in Pittsburgh? How's it going in Pittsburgh? Oh, it's going good. It'd be better if you was here. I know that's right. <laughs> <laughs> um, I just wanted to um, really comment and just say um, just thank you for being who you are and just always um, having time for your fans. And it just means so much to us. And I just really... Um, admire you so much for that, and I've been a fan since like '83, since the beginning, and I just thank you so much. I really do. You know what? I tell you like this: um, me having me having time for my fans is not even an issue. It's, I'm I, I'm still um, one of them cats that I really appreciate my fans having time for me. That's real talk. It's like at the end of the day, I understand the significance of that. I understand you there's a thousand million artists out there that you could be uh, following or, or enjoying, and you chose me. So at the end of the day, I can't. I don't have a choice but to love you back for that. Oh, thank you so much. And I just, I'm just glad I got through. And I'm just like, I just feel like I'm 16 all over again talking to you right now. Oh well, my god. And let me tell you what, you can, sc- you can scream if you like, baby. It's all right. <laughs> I would, but I don't want to wake my baby up. So. <laughs> I know it's hard to get them to sleep. I know what that's like, too. So, yeah, you can keep it fine. Yes. Yes. And I just, I just can't wait to um, see you guys again, all of y'all together. Because I've traveled out to see you guys um, to different states and stuff. So I'm just mm-hmm. waiting for the next show so I can see y'all put it down again. Okay, well, you know, real soon. I know we're working on it now, so that should be soon enough. Going into 2012, we should be able to get it in. You'll see us soon. Oh, that sounds good. That sounds good. Thank you so much, and God bless. God bless you too, sweetheart. I mean, take care of that baby. There you go. There you go. Branded after dark and uh, Riz, as we get ready to wrap this up, man, first off, man, I got to definitely ask you one of these days in the near future, since we still got, like, you know, hundreds of people, not just on the line, but, you know, definitely, man, you are more than welcome to come back and raise as much uh, raise as much uh, music awareness and all kinds of stuff anytime you want to come hang out with the fan base and stuff like that, man. You could do it on this show anytime. So we got to do it again soon, though. Definitely. No, it's going to be real soon. It's going to be real, real soon. It's not going to be the last time, man. It's a new home. It's one of them new spots for me. It's going down. And when I get that new music ready, it's one of the first places they're going to hear it at. You can best believe that. Oh, that's a good look, man. I mean, and, and, and as we do get ready to shut this, uh, you know, down, I got I to gotta thank you again. And, and I got to tell you, too, because, you know, being a media guy, 
I got to make sure that I take care of uh, the listeners and people and, and everybody, the emails and the Twitter and the Facebooks and all that stuff. And, mm-hmm. and I got to tell you, as a, as a fan first, you know, I rank you up there with, 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 with MJ. Mm-hmm. I can rank you up there with Stevie Wonder as a solo mm-hmm. artist as far as the memories that you gave me throughout my lifetime. And wow. you know how I used to, you know, I think we kind of talked about this off the air too, but you know how it is when, when uh, music, uh, the music made is, is definitely a, a, a gift that, that, that's, that's sent from that man upstairs. Um, yeah. You gave that to your fan base. You gave it to me. The memories I will never, ever, I remember the first time I heard Candy Girl, Cool It Now, N.E. Heartbreak album. I remember standing in line at the concerts, the whole nine yards. So memories wow. like that never goes away. It will always stick with me with the, for the rest of my life, man. And and from the bottom of my heart, again, thank you for the for the talents that you've given us and that you will continue to give us. And uh, and, and here's to 30 more years of, of of the same vibe you give. You know what I mean? No doubt, man. I appreciate that, family, for real. And um, you know, it's just a good look. One hand washes the other, man. I can't do what I do without you. You know, so I appreciate you. Listening to the music, watching the career, you know, and enjoying what I'm doing and allowing me to do what I do. You know, that's real talk. At the end of the day, I can't do it without you guys. So I appreciate you, Brandon. I really do, man. And, and everybody listening, I love all of y'all. You know, you made this happen. I'm doing what God put in my heart to do, but it ain't nothing until you accept it and you love it. So I appreciate that. Shout out to Team Trezvant, to the Rizaholics, to the Rizettes, down for Riz. Resenda, all of them, man. Everybody that I'm out there that's holding, holding me down and lifting me up every day, I appreciate all y'all, man. I love y'all, and uh, we're going to continue making this happen for the, like you said, Brandon, for the next 30, 40 years or until the lights turn off. Till the lights turn off, baby, we'll be here making exactly. it happen. Yeah, exactly. Hey, what did, what did old girl say about the, uh, it was like Chris Dow and the, uh, and the, and the, what was that? Chris Dow, <laughs> yeah, what was, was that? What? The, yeah, that, 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 it's, it's called Cripple. I invented a drink. There you go, everything. there you go. I had a, Chris Dow and the Ripple, hey. Yeah, yeah, I had a club online. <laughs> that, you know, one of them, I had one of them clubs. I had a club called the Boom Boom Room, and they all used to be in there. You know, everybody was down with, down with me and in the Rizettes and the Riz Hall, all of them. We joined in there, and that was my drink in that spot. I made them, I made them all rip, uh, Ripple. It was a Ripple and Chris Dow, so we called it, I called it Chris Cripple. <laughs> it'll knock you out if you go up in there like that. That <laughs> cripple will make it happen. <laughs> hey, hey, I ain't had one of them things yet, man, but I'm a toast to it tonight, though, like straight up. You know what I mean? That's what like I'm glass about, in the man. air. Hey, yeah, you said it's going to yeah. cripple you, right? Is that is that what it is? Okay. Look, you're going to be incapacitated when you drink gas. <laughs> you know what I mean? That's how we get down. <laughs> there you have it, man. Riz, I will be in touch with you throughout. And, and again, I, I can't thank you enough, um, not just for making this your home, because it, it just means more to me than you could you could ever know, brother. Like straight up, from from a, a fan of your music and a fan of your movements to to be able to just fulfill not just a lifelong dream, but just to be able to be a part of something now that's that's gonna be forever, uh, forever. I'm gonna be forever in debt, bro. So you know, again, whatever we could do as a staff and as this station evolves. Whatever we could do, not just for uh, you, the solo artist, but for New Edition, we here. This is the home, bro. 
That's what we do. I appreciate, I appreciate that, man. Real talk. I really do. And your station is the bomb. I'm loving what you're doing. Keep doing what you're doing, man, and bringing that real to everybody so that, you know, I want to be able to tune in and hear some of my favorite artists, too, man. And this is one of the places to be. So at the end of the day, keep doing what you're doing. And I'm right here, man. Anytime you hit me up, we'll get it in again. That's what it is, man. Appreciate it, Riz. One love, baby. One, one love, love, family. All right Absolutely. now.